0: up Jimbo.
1: Hello Joshua.
0: How are things in the world of um, Mr. Jimbo?
1: Well uh, I still have a baby.
0: Well that's a step in the right direction.
1: Yeah we were a family of four with accounting Juno and now we are a family of five.
0: Well I'm sure Juno appreciates being counted. Um, How have things changed since um, new baby uh, Claudia has shown up?
1: Well, I mean, in in the more profound ways, it's still too early to really um, <clears throat> know. But in, in perhaps the less profound ways and more just everyday functional ways, uh, we are looking to uh, trade in or sell my truck and get an SUV. That That's a step right proper, there. Yeah, proper seating for everybody. And i got to tell you um, – the new car buying or the car buying experience is it positive for anyone? I don't think so. Like I got, I got, I got to believe that either you are so even as a car salesman, you are either a sociopath or you hate life. Because I don't know anyone who enjoys buying a car. No, and I have, and to, I imagine have to imagine it's got to be equally crappy on their end as well.
0: The best feedback I've received, and I have to admit that I'm I am pervy to this, um or privy, not pervy,
1: sorry. <laughs> well you're a little pervy too, but. Right, right.
0: Uh, privy to this, is that Carmax is not that bad. Okay. But I love it. I love that I love that
1: description. Love that description. <laughs> it's not the worst. It's not right. good either. And you know you're you're spending a lot of money and in on a thing in which you wanted going to be spending an inordinate amount of time in and with. And most people generally kind of like their cars.
0: Hmm. But you spend a bunch of so time in the would, cars. You would yeah. think
1: that getting this new thing would be exciting and fun, but the dealerships really just like. What a way to screw up a wet dream. Mm-hmm. I, I, I you know, I want it, I wish it were, I wish it were like buying anything else, like a pair of jeans. In other words, if I go into the department store and I want a, of, a pair of whatever, whatever brand jeans, and let's say it's $65 that day, then anyone who buys those jeans today get it for $65. I think the fact that... For me, for me, I, I found, found to 48. To forty-eight,
0: but for the person next to me, they get talked up to, talk 73. to seventy-three. Well, I found that the more most price, frustrating price. thing too is that, like, it gets worse as you get closer to sealing the deal. That, like, um, if you just go in to test drive, okay, pleasant. You interact with somebody. He might, might be a little schmoozy, he or she. Um, and then you drive away. But let's say you decide to buy it. Then you right, find yourself right. there for another two hours, waiting for everything to go through. After you've already confirmed that, like I am a sale. You're right, you're gonna win. Right. You've already got me.
1: Right, right, right. I've I've stated my intention. I want this thing, and I'm here, and I know it's going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. So you got you gotta beat me down for another couple hundred? It it seems like a fairly horrible way to live, but it's interesting that you say like at the beginning it's fun because we just came from a Kia dealership I'm calling them out by name. It was Kia in Concord, California. And I it could feel the, been worse. They are going to feel, feel it. the wrath. When, 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 right. When when our twenty four thousand listeners hear this they're gonna get so many angry emails of boycotting people. Kia they're gonna beg me to take one of their cars. They're gonna pay me.
0: To take it.
1: No, but seriously, uh they, it, it could have only been any I could have only been more offended had I walked into the dealership and they slapped me across the face. What ended up happening was I were there. Listen, I walked in there. And we we had called. We called because of COVID. You have to make an appointment. They oh knew my. we were coming. We got there a little early. We got a you know, but that didn't seem to be the problem. We had told them we want this. We want a Kia, Telluride, Telluride SX. SX. And they said, well, we only have a green one. Is that okay? And my mind, well, sure, because I'm only test driving it today, right? I'm not going to pull the trigger. I want to find out if I'm even interested in owning one of these cars. And if I have a positive, positive experience and like it, I will come back to you. <laughs> so, does that sound good to you? Sure it does. We show up. They, they give us the keys to go out to look at it. We open it up. We're staring at all the cup holders and whatever other features these things have. And the dude comes out, and he shows us a couple of things, and then says, do you have any more questions? And I say, well, I'd like to test drive it. And he goes... Well, is this the exact car you want? Everything about it, like, you you, you're, you, have an intention of buying this car? Because if you don't, we don't want you test driving it. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie and I looked at each other, like, can you believe this? And she just said, well, I guess this isn't the car for us. And we started walking away with the car still running. And the guy stood and stepped in front of me. He said, well, was there another color you wanted? And I said, actually, I was just hoping for a different experience.
0: And how did he respond?
1: Uh, he, he looked like I slapped him across the face. Across the face. And we kept walking. Uh, but that was the end. So no, the end. Key is, no key is in our future.
0: No key is, okay. <laughs> and, well, at um, so similar to the car buying experience, I imagine um, that uh, you have uh, distinct memories of the moving experience.
1: I've moved a couple
0: of times in my life. So You've you moved a couple of times, like, across the country and across the state, correct?
1: Correct. And how do I've, you I've, I'm a moving I'm fool. A I'm a rambling, rambling man.
0: man. Right. Okay. So, so I've, I have a little bit of new experience with this in terms of going through um, someone else's old stuff and trying to delicately decide about what needs to be tossed and what doesn't. My general feeling is if it is in the garage and it's not been touched since the last time that you moved it can probably be tossed.
1: What's that you is your cake.
0: Okay. And and that is not yours or not other people other loved ones that you know.
1: That is not mine. No. I'm a, I'm not going to say I'm a hoarder because I'm not. But um I'm I I I, de- I I definitely I try to feel like I don't want to be emotionally attached to stuff but I am and I I I cannot criticize those who want to hold on to things
0: See my, so long my is, generally
1: it's it affecting your everyday life
0: My generally and verbally stated philosophy is that I have never thrown away anything that I have regretted is there anything that you've thrown away that, in hindsight, you're like, "I wish I wouldn't have done that"?
1: That's what you're trying to do is justify your philosophy.
0: No, no, I'm asking no. you.
1: I I can't. I don't know because I didn't know the question was coming, and I'd have to search my memory. So my in my immediate mind, I'd probably say no. I I you know to be fair, back in the days of CDs, before all the music was free at our fingertips all the time. You may recall right. that sometimes you could sell back a few CDs and take that money and buy other stuff. Right. I I regret having sold some CDs. Uh,
0: now now I'm curious not not to try to trick you into making me right, but I'm just curious about what you would suggest has um um that 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 you think that you have missed or um like lost as a result of those transactions. Can you think of anything? Otherwise, I can I, I can so, transition. I got something. Well, I mean, for
1: those particular transactions, it was not being able to listen to the songs that I wanted to hear at that moment.
0: Okay. Now, today but, we
1: don't have that experience. I can bring up Spotify and listen to those songs.
0: Okay. okay. See, if you're asking
1: nah. I I me, mean, am I needing therapy because I sold back three lures on the new sports to a warehouse in Goleta, California? No, I don't need to go into therapy for that.
0: Well, no, no, no. that's <laughs> I didn't mean to go that deep into it.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Well, I, you know, you know what's funny is, so I was I was knee deep into this philosophy, and I dropped off um, two different carloads worth of like old, uh, Lord, um, like shoes and uh, Christmas stuff and Thanksgiving stuff and um, just bunches of stuff, and. Um, the the nature of the situation so i was in Vacaville, and um good it goodwill is um one option but there was an an alternative which was the opportunity house and so i went there because it was closer and open from 10 to 12 well i show up at 11
1: so right you had the opportunity so you took it that's right. why it
0: that. yeah yeah yes <laughs> Somewhat well-placed. <laughs> so nonetheless, so I, I go there at 11, there's a line of cars, so I wait and wait and wait, and I end up having to go to the bathroom. And so I wait, I dump my stuff, and I end up going into the location.
1: So when you say you dump your stuff, you mean the stuff, the opportunity to house, not you into the bathroom?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, right? No, no. Well, I didn't get a chance to. So I go in there to go to the bathroom, and there's no bathroom there. But I see that they're at that location. I, I find a, um, a DVD of, like, ACDC in 96 for $5. Bucks. Um, Dave Matthews in Central Park from 2003 for 5 bucks. Double, C, double DVD, by the way. And um, the page and plant unleaded, and that was 8 bucks for one DVD. So um, I end up dumping all this stuff but then buying these other things. And... Um, be a little bit silly about it because I feel like those might have been the things that I would have suggested that one dumped had it been me dumping stuff at that point in time.
1: Well, sure, someone some had, some in fact, treasure. dumped him.
0: Right, right, right. But but I, I, I felt like they were treasures.
1: Right, well, what's the expression? One man's trash is another man's treasure.
0: Man's treasure. Right, right, right. Um, so you that, know, at
1: any given point, we can part with a thing. And as far as whatever regret is concerned, like yeah, you 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 found those to be treasures. Someone else might say, "Who cares about Dave Matthews Band circa two thousand, whatever it was, or ninety whatever."
0: Two thousand three. Right. Yes, yes. Right. Um, well, I I did justify myself in thinking that I'd rather pay five bucks to see um, ACDC live from ninety six. Than whatever it's going to cost to see them in 2021,
1: and you'll probably prefer to see that that version of them as their younger selves anyway.
0: Right, and the and the set list is going to be practically the same, give (laughs) or take. And for for
1: five dollars, you get to watch that DVD once, and then you can throw it away. Right, you you basically rented
0: it. And considering the fact that it costs, you know. Uh, you know, five bucks or ten bucks to see someone live, not counting YouTube, um, you know, on these live pay per views uh, as right. a result of, of COVID. Um, speaking of which, something else that you have to see, that you have to pay to see right now is Borat. And I assume oh, you've not hey, seen it. How, how, much, how, much, how, how much is it, by the way? Uh, I think it's like 15 bucks.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, well I mean but you know it's it's the that's a pretty no extreme. no I'm
1: okay paying for it. I, I have to convince a household that it's okay right, to pay right.
0: for it. And your household is too. Right. Um right, right. it's so I saw it and I don't I don't want to spoil anything, but there's something that goes on that goes down that's really creepy with uh the you know, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. And it's kind of a climax it's okay, of the show. It's,
1: okay. it's okay go go spoil it it's still a re- there's still reasons to watch something because it's not a plot driven movie there's no big aha so yeah right, right. he's interviewed he's interviewed by a pretend uh female, female reporter who's reporter. young and good looking right
0: right right right, and he ends up you know going to her bedroom and um you know starts what it looks like, taking off his pants and or reaching his hand. And then it gets uh, disrupted. But um, the thing that struck me, and I had a couple of different social media engagements about this recently, is the degree to which people are willing to defend this objectively creepy behavior um, just as a result of tribalism. Like, I feel like it's not even political to suggest – like if Barack Obama had done that, I would be like, ugh, that's gross. I I don't right. know necessarily right. that I would I would decide that Barack Obama was a terrible person or negate any of his other experiences but I certainly wouldn't be finding ways to justify that behavior. And it seems like that that is exactly what's going on amongst those who are defending or, who are attempting to defend um America's mayor. Yeah,
1: oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah it's not it's not One thing, uh, you know, you don't often, like, get political on this. I don't really care anymore. I'll get political. I'll not get political. I'm not going to sit there and um, both sides this stuff for sure. But it seems, I'm open to being corrected, that um, conservatives or Republicans are more susceptible to tribalist-type behavior than liberals and Democrats. And I, my, and I just it seem to be intend to be. That doesn't mean all of them all the time in one side or the other are. But uh, as I recall, Senator Al Franken. Okay, that that would be
0: the example that I was going to bring up. Actually, go on.
1: Right, because he engaged in what some would call inappropriate sexual behavior before he was a senator.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. But it came out that he did, you know, did what he did, and he resigned, and, and that was kind of the the, the the Democrats as a whole said, "You got to do this," and he did it. So his his team playing was backing away from public service as an elected official. Whereas, you know, Joe Schmo or Joe whatever Joe whatever last name, a common man, um, is. Mm-hmm. Fully on board to say that Giuliani's fine and that Baron Cohen is actually in the wrong here.
0: Yeah, and, well, and the thing that troubles me, too, is that, uh, you know, I understand that to a, de- to a degree or to-, to a large degree, Baron Cohen definitely entrapped Giuliani. But Giuliani is also a public figure with you know decades of life experience, and I feel like the impetus is on him to behave appropriately and if he does not do so that like it's it's his fault you can't be entrapped into doing something that you wouldn't otherwise do and like right, right. when when and if you see this thing. I think the most powerful thing about it is the subtlety of it, that it's not super over the top. But if you're watching it, you're like, oh, this is getting weird. This is definitely sure. creepy. You, you know, you, like, like, I don't know. It's, it, it is definitely creepy. And then, well, um, it, I,
1: I, I, I do, I do have, the, I, I have left one question, though, and that is really based on Giuliani or other. National figures in politics, life, you know, decades of life experiences. Was this that unusual for him?
0: Oh, I'll say it again. I'm sorry.
1: <clears throat> for Giuliani in particular, and I'll, and and even perhaps other national political figures, were the way in which things played out in this film that unusual for him? In other words, like, oh yeah, here we go again. Gonna get well, yeah, another, that's another young reporter, young reporter.
0: That is the trippy thing about it is his seeming comfort with the way in which things progress. And I it, even it's um, typical, ended up. If it's
1: typical, if it is typical, then perhaps his level of entrap, you know, it, it's saying less about him and more about where we are as a society, and he just happens to be the target of it. If it's not that typical, then it's really more on him.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, most definitely. And that was a thing that I ended up getting into a discussion with somebody, actually in this case a stranger online, about like even – let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that he's laying down to tuck in his shirt after all this goes down, you know, which I've never done. I don't know about you. I don't know of any men – who've ever laid down to tuck in their shirts. I had a conversation with Molly about this. And, you know, sometimes ladies lay down to pull up their pants, you know, try to squeeze into tight pants, but um, never to tuck in shirts. But let's, let's give them that benefit of the doubt. What was going to be step two in this scenario in which he was in the bedroom with this young female journalist? What you, you, I can think of no hypothetical that puts him in the clear on this.
1: Right. No, no. It's definitely, the whole thing's creepy. I mean, when I say more of a, a uh, uh, when I was giving it, like, if this is typical, then it says more about society. I'm not giving him a pass, but let's make that clear. Oh yeah. It, it's all gross anyway. But, I mean, really we're talking about tribalism in the whole thing, and it's, it, it is, it exists everywhere, um on both on the proverbial both sides as if there's only two but it, it uh, i don't know it, it it's distressing to me that 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 he would that, that he would behave this way but then again it's also i i don't even i don't necessarily understand the uh, the ego that drives someone to be in that that level of, that level of po- politics, of politics to, begin to begin
0: with, right, right.
1: This, that on its face right is, is distressing.
0: Indeed, indeed. Uh, you know what? I uh, I'm going to close out in just a moment, but with another tribalism moment. Um, I assume that you've not yet listened to the new Springsteen album. Or have
1: I you? have not had an opportunity now. No.
0: Okay. It's I'm images. lucky to have
1: had the last 24 minutes with you because it goes back to my family after this.
0: Okay. They're so not it's,
1: it's, my baby is not into the boss yet.
0: No, that's, a, that's shame on him. Or shame on her. And, and on him as a, in terms of Cormac. Ah! Hold on, sorry. Ah! Bless you, Bless you. Pardon me. Ah! My goodness. I got away. Okay, so um, what I found interesting was
1: Oh, ah! your nose already.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, it's all – it's all, it's dander. Um, well, no, with regard to the new uh, Springsteen, I listened to it, and I I loved it as always because I am, you know, a, a super fan. And it brought me down a uh, deep hole of a Springsteen, and so I heard – I listened to a bit, and then I heard the song um, Glory Days and I recommended that we play it with the blues band. And I sent the text out saying, you know, we have a collaborative playlist now, and so here's, here's a suggestion. And one of the members was like, I'm not playing that socialist garbage. And he got all angry about it. And um, it was so crazy because I felt like this there's nothing political about Glory Days. But, like, it's totally in keeping with the context of us as middle-aged men. There's a female drummer, fifty-fifty. Um, middle-aged people. Well, middle-aged as in, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle-aged people, ta- you know, doing this rock and roll thing. Like, uh,
1: people get that is going, one of the least political songs.
0: Right, right, right. There's there absolutely nothing political about it at all, and it became this big uh, kerfuffle that didn't need to be so. And it just, it. We live in funny times, you.
1: Right. I can you think can you think of a musical artist who's well probably not because there are very few that are good. But a a, a musician whose politics with whom that you disagree that you would refuse to play one of their numbers because of that?
0: No, I I would play stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Right? I mean I probably wouldn't play whatever the, you know, kick their asses song by Toby Keith is, but, right. um, I've, I've played, um, shoot, what's us but there's a big difference about. between
1: stranglehold, right, or cat scratch
0: fever yeah. and kick their, yeah. Oh, yeah, yo, 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 hey, yo yo, yeah, yeah, cat scratch fever, I would be down with that in a minute. And so anyway, <laughs> to make peace with this guy, um, who's an awesome uh, player and very friendly person and these things should not ever be political but we agreed to also to instead play not also play because Glory Days is off the table but play some song by Molly Hatchett called like Whiskey Man which um, made me feel a little frustrated to have to learn it because I'm like is there anyone who's going to be in any club or bar who's like man when they played Whiskey Man by Molly Hatchett it really moved as opposed to Glory Days, which almost everybody in any bar or club would at least recognize, whether or not that's the song they want to hear is is beside the point. But, right, as, and know, I
1: seriously I, doubt I seriously doubt that the, the bar patrons or club patrons that you guys are playing for would be so um, snowflakeish to say we're out of here. They're playing Glory Days, right. Nobody would. Maybe right. you can renegotiate and play. Say, I'll play "Cat Scratch" if you play "Glory Days."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter. I uh, but right. I'm down for "Cat Scratch even though. That song's
1: legit. right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, on that is? note, maybe, maybe so, we'll close out with one of those songs.
0: So, Jimbo, which one do we close out with? We got Glory Days, Cat Scratch, or Stranglehold.
1: Oh, well, if, if 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 it was those 3, I'll say Glory Days, for sure. But, it, it if, indeed, but, if, but if but if, but, if but if, but if, if but if Glory Days is off the table in keeping with it, but in keeping with the tribalism theme, Stranglehold. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> I will All right. make it Until so. Next time. See you later.